Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And hello, everybody. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be back. Me too. Thank you all so much for like your patience and for vibing with us while we took a little break for our mental health. It was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, definitely needed some downtime. Absolutely. The daughter, my daughter, one of my daughters got married in April and the other daughter got married in May in Scotland and then she gets married again here. Well, they do something for us, really. She's not getting married again, but the big celebration is this weekend and so, and the quarter's ending. So taking June downtime was really healthy. (laughs) Just so necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And we love you all. Thank you. When we took our downtime, I was like, I'm totally going to focus on Patreon and do all these affirmations. And thank you for coming along for that ride. But I'm now inspired to keep doing it. I took the opposite approach, which was, uh oh, I forgot all the things I'm supposed to do. And so they're all just a little late, <laughs> which is, you know, that's OK, too. I you know, I took a lot of downtime. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good, especially because mom and I are doing some home improvement projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a fridge coming on Friday. Oh, my gosh. Um, but really, yeah. the most exciting thing is. I got a kitten. Yeah, a kitten. Oh, tell the story, Corey. Story time, story time. And now, welcome to Cats on Bonfire Babble. Kitty cats. Um, so... A few Sundays ago, two of my besties in the whole wide world were up visiting me to get brunch. And so we went to brunch and then we came back and well, we went to the plant store. That's important. And then we came back and went onto the back deck to plant the plants into pots because, you know, it's what you do. Yeah. And so I have a adorable little Venus flytrap now named Bernard and a sensitive plant that when you touch its little leaves, it goes, ooh. And like closes up and it's very sweet. Oh my gosh. Uh, But we were out there and all of a sudden Megan goes, do you hear that? And I was like, hear what? And then all of a sudden I heard it and it was a teeny tiny little mew, mew. And I was like, oh no, because about two to three months ago, there was a very pregnant and I mean like spherical gray cat posted up under our deck. And I couldn't get her, and then I couldn't find her. So I figured she'd moved somewhere else, but she hadn't. And she had her kittens under my deck. So fast forward to that Sunday, we managed to chase it through the... I say chase. It was not very fast, and it was very sweet. And we lured it with treats. But we managed to corral it and get it in a carrier, and then Megan adopted it. And then the next Sunday, my friend Greg was hanging out. He came over to say hi while he was in town. And we were doing a little garden tour because I have all kinds of vegetables and stuff I wanted to show off. And 
he was like, oh, there's a cat under your bench. And I was like, oh, that's the mom cat. And then I heard meowing and I was like, motherfucker. So I look for the source of the little meowing noise and it is a little black kitten with white socks. And it was up on top of a fence and it went down a tree on the other side of the fence. So I couldn't get it. And I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get these, I'm going to get this kitten. And then I the next not the next night but the next night after i did and i brought her inside and mom took her to the vet the next day and her name's mercutio so now i have a tybalt and a mercutio and she's a perfect little princess and then i swear to god the same day that mom was at the vet with mercutio i found another kitten who is now named gizmo and lives with my sister (laughs) So I captured that one as well. So we're three for three. And my mom and I are, we called a number that does like capture, neuter, release. But it turns out that was the wrong number, but they gave us the right number. So we're going to call them and we're going to get mama cat who I've decided to name Grace uh, taken care of. It feels like her name is Gracie. I love that. Because she's gray. And so I'm going to call her Gracie. Will you feed her outside uh, when she's all spayed and stuff? No, no, I'm not trying to encourage cats in my backyard because they're an invasive species and I give a shit about my birds. Well, this is true. This is true. Yeah, Yeah. I love cats. Don't twist it, everybody. I got nothing in my heart but love for cats. And I got nothing but judgment in my heart for people who aren't responsible with their cats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keeping them inside or in a catio or something like that so they don't kill the bird population. A hill I will die on. Um... But now I have a perfect little kitten, and I was really scared because when when I got Tybalt, I was told by the previous owner that they had to get rid of him because he was bullying the other cats. Mm. And so I was like, oh, geez, this is a 50-50 chance this is going to go well. And he, like, loves her. Well, he doesn't love her, but he certainly doesn't hate her. He tolerates her. He has never hissed at her once, whereas wow. she's hissed at him many times. <laughs> wow. Um, and now they mostly just cohabitate. That's great. Yeah, yeah, the picture, Corey sent me a picture last night of uh, Tybalt up on the top of the couch and Mercutio down on the cushion, and they're just laying there, like, really asleep and conked out, like they, you know, just ate chips and smoked a bowl. Yeah, this kitten, I swear to God, sleeps 20 hours a day. Well, she's a kitten, she's supposed she's to. A, she's growing, she's yeah. a kitten, and then when she plays, she plays really hard, and mm. she's a little hunter, and she likes to play with all the toys we already have, so... That's refreshing because Tibble is kind of picky about his toys. Mm. And so he, he'll like like it and then he'll ignore it forever mm. or he'll ignore it forever. And then suddenly he's like, it's the only thing I want. It's very wild. He's well, wild. You know. I love him. I love him to pieces. He's my fave. I will say cool. too, one last little cat update. Tibble has never really been a snuggler. And a couple of nights ago, I think that he is worried that I'm, like, not going to, like, love him anymore or something. He got in my bed with me under the covers and curled up against my chest because I lay on my side. And so he, like, curled up against my chest and let me hold him until I fell asleep, which is so unusual for him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, oh, I, think we're I all could just go on a big... and talk about all my cats for way too long, but this is not the cat show yet. It's not Maybe this time. soon. <laughs> Maybe one day. For now, we're going to talk about summer solstice. It's on its way. Woo-hoo. It's If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it's today slash tomorrow. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey looked it up after I was like, nope, it's the 22nd. And she's like, it's like nine seconds different or something like that. It is 0.03 seconds difference. 0.03 seconds. So if you look in the Llewellyn calendars and stuff, sometimes it's the 21st or the 22nd. I have decided since our time and date. I love that website. If you don't know it, go check it out. You can find it for anywhere you are in the world. They had said that it was tomorrow, that we, the sun goes up at 5.11 a.m., which Tammy and I will be up on Thursday morning going to look at, we hope, the sun, and then uh, 9.11 down on the beach that night. It's supposed to start getting nice again tomorrow, this so I, I I hope you get that sunrise. Yeah. We here in the Northwest have a have an interesting relationship with the sunshine. Or should we say with the clouds? It's really not the yeah. sunshine's fault. No, it's those clouds, baby. It's been so dark. It's been so rainy, oh, too. Oh. And I know I all I keep saying is it's good. Hopefully it'll help oh, with yeah. the forest fires. It's great. You it's know, great. My plants are loving it, but I am so done. Yeah. I want some I, sunshine. I love not having to spend 20 minutes every afternoon watering the front and back gardens. <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> but also, I made a, I built a pool and then never have gotten to get in it yet. Well, <sighs> yeah. Maybe that'll be my solstice activity tomorrow mm. afternoon if it's nice out. I hope it is. Me too. Yeah. Make, my, make myself a little uh, non-alcoholic adult beverage. Yeah. The other thing we were talking about is the fact that you can celebrate solstice the, the day before anyway, like Christmas Eve or Yule Eve. Yeah. Or, you know, you can celebrate it around those three days easily. The energy is there. The sun is there. It's pretty, pretty peaky, yeah. if I do say so. Yeah. yeah, and not everybody can do the rad, get up with the sunrise, no. go to bed with the sunset thing. I don't know if I can either. We're going to find out this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing nine and a half hour days this week, and Oof. I'm getting up at six, and that's as early as you are getting my old ass out of bed. And hey, on the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> happy fall equinox. Yeah. How very, very cool. Yeah. Wait. No. Winter. Winter. Winter, eco- what did Winter I just solstice. Do? My goodness, you all. Why did I I was like, wait, you only went around a quarter. I know, I did. I was like, (laughs) the moment it came out of my mouth, I went, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. But anyway, yes, it's winter solstice. Happy winter solstice over there. There are some differences between Litha or Litha or Lithia or, and yeah. Should we go to the bonfire maybe? We should go to the library. Oh, so briefly. Oh. Brief. We're going so brief because, well, I'll tell you in the library why we're going to do it briefly at the library. Well, here at the library, after we had a little visitor interruption and Cody letting everybody know. (laughs) What a good guard dog. I know, he's so good. Just very briefly at the library, because if you head back to 2020, when we started the podcast, there's a series on the wheel of the year, and we talk about midsummer and solstice, summer solstice in that series. We also talk about it, oh, I don't know, around midsummer in 2021 and midsummer 2022. Actually, you know what? We can put in the show notes, um, the episode numbers and stuff, but um, this might come as a shock to all of you, but hear me out. 
wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Yes, it does. So. <laughs> Woohoo! Wheel in the sky keeps... Okay, so, very brief. So that's why we're going to keep it brief at the... Li- okay, so here in the library, we're going to keep it really short. Midsummer solstice, this fire festival that it is, it happens all over the world. And like we said, even at the same time, winter solstice is going on. And... There, there are these theories that the Egyptian pyramids were built to have solstice days, have the sunlight fall in between. And all I could think of when I read that is that, of course, that means it's just this like huge, gigantic sundial. And of course, we have Stonehenge, same thing, it falls at a particular place on the solstices. And really, um, Corey, you were saying like all over the world. Yeah, the- Teotihuacan, the pyramid there. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And there are a ton of stone circles, actually, in Britain. We visited quite a few of them when we were there. And it's so that's just really exciting. So it is, there are many bonfires all over the world on this night because somehow, let's call it the magic of the collective consciousness, humans <laughs> all over the planet realized without talking to each other on their cell phones that this was an important time of year. You know, so and they all ended up doing a ton of similar things we found in when we have writings like the monks in the Celtic area. Again, when we say Celtic, we know that's really broad and a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Celtic tribes. That's what I'd like to say. Yeah. But there were jumping of the bonfires, cleansing herds, hand fastings, party time outside. And the plants were growing and you could kind of chill for a month or so before the big harvest. And you were eating, you know, while you weeded and stuff like that and picking fruit as it became ripe. And then all of a sudden there's this huge rush at the end of the year where you work from dawn until dusk or sometimes later picking and getting things in and harvesting and canning and all of that so this was just a really really fun time to you know be outside make love and have babies and all that good stuff i love that yeah i i love i love too that um well i don't know if this is bonfire talk or not but i just i love that all of the foods that are ripening right now yeah. taste like sunshine. Oh my gosh. And I'm sure that that's I'm sure that that's because you know that we eat them during the summer and so we associate them with sunshine. Yeah. But like a fresh kumquat or a fresh peach or a fresh orange like or a fresh tomato off the vine. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Growing your own tomatoes, having that experience or having somebody that you know that has them give you one, it is such a different experience than in the store. So different. I guarantee that you'll be getting some tomatoes from me because I have planted three different kinds and there will be too much for us to eat. Same here. I, if they Excellent. all survive, one of them's really struggling. And mm. you're hearing Cody in the background, everybody. So we're just, he's a puppy. <laughs> And he's acting like it today. uh, So Litha or Lithia, it's a that's a neo-paganism Wiccan adoption. But that everybody needs to remember that is still like the early 1900s. And so it's still really old. And I actually 
I believe that the Oak Tree and Holly, uh, or the Oak King and the Holly King came from the Druids, but I don't know that for a fact. I didn't take the time to double check my sources, and I know we've looked it up before, so it's probably on a previous episode. But right now, of course, it's midsummer, which means we are going to start to wane the rest of the year, which means the Holly King takes over right now as we move towards winter. And then in at the winter solstice, or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere right now, in winter solstice, the Oak King takes over and and grows. So that's as much as I wanted to say about the library, just to plant those seeds and say, go back and uh, listen to episodes. Also, there are so many fabulous witchy podcasts out there that are talking about this right now, if you want to go check them out. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And that's it. That's all I got for the library. You have anything? Um. Not really. I would. I have something I do definitely really, really want to talk about. Ooh. But I think it's a bonfire. Well, thing. Let's do it then. Let's head to the bonfire. Okay. Now I'm curious. You got to tell me. What do you want to talk about? Okay. So you were talking about like the collective consciousness, but you're also talking about like how this is our couple of months to just sort of vibe, and then the hard work starts next next month, next two months or so. Yeah. And that got me thinking. I've been thinking a lot about time. Which Dada knows because I brought it up when we were together a couple days ago. And I've been thinking a lot about time. And I've been thinking a lot, especially today as I was thinking about this episode that we're doing right now. Is like our relationship to time, in my opinion, in my experience and the way that I feel about it, is so disconnected compared to how it used to be. Because there weren't clocks necessarily but there was a deep connection with what time of day it was. Mm. And now because we have lights 24 seven and we have clocks everywhere, I think we take for granted the passage of time, um, at least in certain ways. And so I think the solstice is a really good time to remember that this is sort of like a clock reset because the day is like, the longest it's going to be kind of how I feel like the equinox is also kind of a clock reset because it's like half day, half night. But I really, I don't know. I'm just thinking a lot about time. And I think that this summer solstice, this fun midsummer festival time, I'm just going to be thinking a lot about like my existence Mm -hmm. in relation to the start of the day and the end of the day. And that's just something I'm thinking about. Because, like you said, the the pyramids used to be big sundials, basically. And, like, what a deep connection you have to have to understanding time. Sheesh. Big ol'. And there are tons of huge ol' sundials everywhere. And before those existed, yeah, you looked up. What is the name of that pyramid? I can't remember. It's in... I think it's it's either Mayan or Aztec, and I apologize so much for getting those confused. But when the sun moves on the solstice, it looks like the shadow of a giant snake is crawling down the stairs. Wow. And like, what an incredible relationship to time you have oh, to have. With the snake, especially. Oh, I'm I'm so into that. I don't know about this one. That's great. I've been thinking. I'll send you a link. I always think a lot about time and, of course, watch a lot of sci-fi. And Tammy Mm. and I talk about time and out of time and what is time quite a bit. But also, since Jenna's book, 
will you give me a reading? Those couple of chapters in there are about time and and physics and theory. They just really, they take you there. They take you there. Which is it great. is definitely a topic that if I get to in it, I start to spiral in a way that's not great. But like just to think about is really fun. Yeah. I love time talk, time travel, time bending, time, just time study. It's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. And time is so perfect to talk about because that's exactly what this festival and so many festivals do is mark that passage of time. And the next phase that we're moving into as ourselves and also as a community. And then, of course, there's the sun. And Corey and I were also talking about this in our planning meeting. We have a huge list of topics that we still want to cover and talk about with people. And some we've gotten ideas from you all. And we've gotten a couple actually recently from you all in mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram and on Patreon. So thank you. We're so excited to explore those topics. But one of them is also how do you use the sun in your practice? And that solstice is a really great time for that. And here's the other thing, too. If you can think back, if you journal, this is why journaling, I think, can be so crucial. If you go ahead and look back at your journal over the last six months since winter solstice, solstice is a great time to reflect and see, okay, what's manifested? What am I still working on? Especially since the last two and a half years, we're all about this delving deep, finding our dreams and going for it and manifesting this big thing well we've got another time here right now and especially with summer solstice and what's going on in the planets there's this this little spark right now about doing something big conowin talks about it in the cancer podcast and also mm-hmm in the Gemini podcast, towards the end of the Gemini podcast, season podcast. That's one of the things I love about solstice. It's the time that I do a second planting. <laughs> if I've been smart enough to do a first planting, which I got about a third of the things planted that I wanted to. <laughs> so That's now, pretty good, yeah. honestly. <sighs> That's, sometimes a third is like, dang, yeah, I really did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be planting some more on solstice, but really, as far as the thing that I wanted to talk about today when it comes to summer solstice is I'm just going to share with you kind of what I'm doing rather than go to other people's associations and such like that, because you can you can look up in some really great books and you can look up on the web now a lot of different associations and deities and... If you choose to, there are definitely some guidelines or some like to call them rules that you can follow and absolutely including your summer solstice. But I also believe you really have to do what speaks to you and figure out who you need to be honoring in order to honor the planet and the sun. And there are ways to honor the sun energy of the earth. But also this is this only happens once a year and this is huge, gigantic big sun energy that you can use to energize yourself, to manifest something you want, to send out justice into the world, to send out, just let your mind go wild. Think about what it is you want. You might just want to relax and soak it all in. And that's totally fine too. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to be burning some candles 
And I'm going to be burning yellow, orange, and white like I do every year. I'm also going to be honoring the Morrigan and Bridget, this year Persephone as well, and Agate, Odin, and a couple of other deities. And those are not necessarily summer solstice deities, although I do want to, I do want to honor your guy or your they, Dionysus. Oh, Dionysus, yeah. down to party, baby. Yeah. I, th- I feel like summer solstice is a real him kind of thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about deity, and I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing about my experience with deity, rather. <laughs> Here's something about me, everybody. I party with my deities on all the holidays. Mm-hmm. Unless they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I don't make them go, because there is nothing fucking worse than having to go to a party you don't want to go to. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I honor my deities all three of them every holiday unless they don't want to um so you know everyone likes to be invited (laughs) absolutely i i'm gonna be spending a lot of time down at the water and i have always done that around this time and i until recently i didn't put together that of course it's also cancer season and i love a lot of things about cancer season so combining that with the summer solstice and all of that for example, I always wondered why, like, t- today was my day. I got really down today. I mean, like, really down, like, shadow work down. I was like, mm. oh, my gosh, where's it? I went, oh, yeah, cancer season's coming. So I always, around this time of year, maybe because of the pull of the southern hemisphere or just because, you know, all varieties of elements live in us all the time and they take turns on the (laughs) teeter-totter you know oh here now I'm up and now I am but but that deep inner introspection (gasps) yeah right Cody all of that it it really comes to play here for me in cancer season what about you Corey well my response to what are you doing for the solstice this year is kind of my response to what are you doing for pride this year? Because uh, people have asked me, like, what are you doing for pride? And invited me to stuff like on the hill and everything. And I'm just like, I think actually I'm just going to be like a geriatric queer this year. And I'm kind of just going to do the same thing for my witchcraft. I'm just going to kind of like relax and and enjoy and like the vibe i'm going for is like soft gorgeous squishy body with her tits out eating like a juicy peach like that's my (laughs) that's the vibe i want to ascend to this summer solstice and kind of this whole summer um because work has been really hard and we've been really busy and Um, I'm coming off of a pretty strong emotional situation that I think finally has settled. And I don't know if it has settled, but I think it has. And, you know, just things are very uncertain in the world. And and things are changing around the house a little. And it's just there's just a lot going on. And everything feels busier in the summer because it's nice out. And Mm -hmm. so my celebration is going to be making and eating delicious food and watering my garden if I have to, unless it rains. Um, and just like really enjoying myself. 
I've also taken a lot of this solar energy that's in the air right now and taken up crocheting again in a way that is like much more focused and much more um, <laughs> prolific than it ever has been before. I'm like trying new things and learning new stitches and making more complicated patterns. And it's just like really fun to use that sort of passionate, fiery sun energy to like create things. And my favorite part is that I'm not really creating them for anyone else. I mean, I made some things like I made cat toys for for everyone, but I'm mostly just making stuff for me, which is unusual for me, because usually if I find that I have a skill, I must use it to make it for other people. And it's like, well, then I'm giving all of it away and I don't get to keep any. And that's sad. That being said, what I'm going to do is vibe, relax, leave out offerings for my deities and just kind of hang out with my mom and my cats. You can't see me, but I'm actually crocheting right now. I think that's cool that you're making stuff for you and that Thanks. you're doing stuff for you. And I think that's really hard in today's world Yeah, with everything that's going on. Celebration is hard and it is so necessary. Yeah, it for is sure. so necessary. So just to kind of wrap up, some more things that I am doing that hopefully can inspire you to include some things into your practice is I will be down at Puget Sound in the sand, nice and sandy stuff, putting my feet in, really connecting with the earth, connecting with the element of water. Tammy and I might actually light a bonfire down there this year. I will be recharging some of my what I call sunstones or stones that I absolutely use in the daytime, like my tiger's eyes, all of them, my carnelian, my sunstone. I actually have some rock from Sedona, Arizona from when I was there in 1990. I will be honoring the water spirits the wind spirits, although the wind is always here in West Seattle, but not really present, usually in the evening when we're doing our big celebration. And of course, I will have some herb allies with me. Raspberry and blackberry leaves, my dandelion roots, plantain. I'll be taking them and, and more other, and, I'll, and health concoctions I'll that I will bless that night. And I'll put a list out on Patreon for you. The orcas and a humpback have been visiting our area. There was one in Elliott Bay last night. Interesting. I figured whale. all of I figured all of the orcas in the ocean had mobilized against billionaires. Well, you know, we hope. They're oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, speaking of those orcas, just really quickly, yeah. if you see artwork mm-hmm. of a adorable like blue background with an orca whale that says be a problem money can't solve and you don't see it coming from show me your masks website or instagram it has been stolen they also said that they sent a cease and desist to two of them mm-hmm. i don't know if they sent a cease and desist but two of them stopped after sh- after they talked to them and mm-hmm. then the other one has blocked them so just keep an eye out, and and if you are financially able, I encourage you to go and get some adorable Orca merch from their website, because it's great and good and it's fun so and good. wonderful. It's so good. Yeah. And now there's this, somebody wrote a 
thing for, I was at the Washington Post, I don't know, that said, orcas are not our friends. And I'm just like, Did you see who wrote it? Orcas are not your friend. (laughs) No, who was it? It was like some Yale men's club guy. What bullshit. Apparently. Well, you know who Of course you don't want your shit getting sunk. No. You know who owns the Washington Post now, so yet who? another freedom, fabulous newspaper gone, Jeff Bezos. And he- just, Shut yeah, up. And the CEO of 10 years just left. He said he wouldn't put up with it anymore. Christ alive. Yep. And so Jeff okay. is going to take a stronger hand in the Washington Post. So just so everybody knows that. that go, Gracie, barf. go. Go, Gracie, go. Okay. Well, do you have any sparks to send out? I do. I do have a spark for today. Let's throw up some sparks. What's your spark today? I'm trying to decide between two. Oh, do two. I'm going to... Actually, no. I picked one. Okay. Because I remembered what we're going to record on Monday, Mm -hmm. and the other one would be perfect for that. Okay. Okay. So, I... My spark... My, I was fortunate enough to go see the old Gods of Appalachia live show at the Neptune. And um, for those of you that don't know, or if you don't remember, I've talked about, I've definitely shouted them out on the podcast before. Uh, they are a horror anthology podcast about a fictional Appalachia in the early 1900s. And it's, it's such incredible storytelling. And they went to their live show and the musician who does the closing song for their most recent season did a set. And I am in love with this person in a completely non-parasocial, totally respectful way. And I want to shout their music out to you because it is beautiful and wonderful. And to paraphrase Steve Schell, who is the narrator of Old Gods of Appalachia, um, it's about how to be a man from Appalachia without being a, quote, man from Appalachia. And it's, it's so good. And his name is John Charles Dwyer. And that's J-O-N, and then Charles, just like you would say Charles, and then Dwyer, D-W-Y-E-R. Y as in yogurt. And his stuff is on Spotify, and I recommend you listen to this the album Junebug. It's the pink one. And he also has stuff on Bandcamp, including the song that he did for the podcast. And his voice is lovely and his lyrics are so fucking sad but like the kind of sad that feels good you know the kind that like gets in your heart and like scoops it out but like in the good way i had it's so funny that you said that i had that bowl scoopy feeling when you said it yeah yeah it's exactly like that and and he's a lovely person and when he came on stage like you could just see like light emanating out of him he's wonderful Mm. um but his music is fucking sad and it's gorgeous and it's so good and i cannot recommend it enough that's my spark what's your spark mine is also music hazel mills (sighs) plays with lawrence and the machine you can find them on instagram their very first release ep releases out it's four songs that i've been listening to over and over and over again i think there are more coming i hope so i don't know but i hope so i am so enamored i am so smitten i literally listen over and over again it's like this the music is ethereal it's perfect for cancer season i just love it i i don't just go listen i'm not going to do justice describing how 
freaking awesome it is. So go listen. Hazel on Spotify as well on Instagram. We'll link everything up so that you can go find everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it. Well, hey, and hey, we didn't get certain approvals yet from our new patrons, except for Bev. Bev, welcome and thank you so much. We really appreciate your support and so glad to have you there. All of you know, you can come and go as you need to. We appreciate the support. It helps us pay the bills and keep the mics on. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But don't ever... Absolutely. Ever feel guilty if you can't do that. And please stay in touch on our other free media, Discord and Instagram and TikTok and all those places. And continue to follow the Patreon because we do post some stuff that's just public. So yeah. Yeah, if you're not on Instagram or you're trying to leave Instagram, all of the affirmations that I'm doing for now, I'm not committing for the whole year. And actually, they're going to take a little bit of a change in cancer season. They're going to be really water focused, but those are all on public Patreon. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody. Hey, this was really fun. It was nice to be back. I missed you. I missed you too. And I miss talking about magic, magic stuff. And if I felt discombobulated, it's because Cody interrupted this podcast more than you know. Maybe I'll put some outtakes of how much he <laughs> interrupted. <laughs> I'm sure I had more to say, and I'll listen back and go, oh, I was going to tell them. But it'll just have to wait till next year. So <laughs> <laughs> until um, next time, everyone. Be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. <laughs>